What's going on and welcome into this special edition of the Pelicans podcast presented by SeatGeek on this Friday. I'm Daniel Salerson. Hope everyone out there is staying safe and again continue to practice social distancing. We hope to kind of keep you occupied during this tough time with some more Pelicans content. We'll do so on today's podcast. Again, if you missed it, we're beginning our best of versions from both the Saints and the Pelicans. On the Saints side, if you missed Jim Nance and Frank Caliendo, you can do that on NewOrleansSaints.com, the mobile app. As for the Pelicans, we re-aired our podcast with Ernie Johnson from MLK Day. Of course, Ernie Johnson, part of Turner Sports for 30 years. Of course, a lot of you know him from his Inside the NBA studio show with Kenny Smith, Charles Barkley, and Shaquille O'Neal. We're going to continue that trend on this Friday on the Pelican side. A few years ago, I was able to interview Grammy Award-winning artist, songwriter, and producer P.J. Morton, a New Orleans native. Of course, you also know him from Maroon 5. We had a great conversation about his music and also sports, and we hope you enjoy it on this Friday. Also, while I have you here, as you all have probably saw yesterday, or on Wednesday, I should say, the Pelicans and Fox Sports New Orleans did re-air a broadcast between the Pelicans and the Clippers on November 14th. They're going to continue to do that this weekend. On Saturday, they'll re-air the Christmas Day game between the Pelicans and the Denver Nuggets. What a win for the Pelicans on that road trip that helped snap the 13-game losing streak. 6 p.m. Central Time on Fox Sports New Orleans and also a special pregame show on Pelicans.com and all the platforms at 5.30 as Jennifer Hale will sit down with David Griffin, Executive Vice President of Basketball Operations, so you don't want to miss that. And then on Sunday, it'll be an encore presentation of the Pelicans and the Pacers from December 28th, and you can watch that again on Fox Sports New Orleans. We will begin that on the radio side also tonight. ESPN New Orleans, 100.3 FM. Of course, you watched the Pelicans and the Clippers from November 14th on Wednesday. We'll play you the radio version of that call with Todd Graffinini and myself. For that game, tonight, 6 p.m. Central Time on ESPN New Orleans. Limited commercials, so on your drive or wherever you might be, put on the radio in your backyard, and uh, we'll relive that game. It was Paul George's debut for the Clippers as the Pelicans spoiled the debut with a big win. All right, enough from me. Let's get to our best of for today. It's P.J. Morton, Grammy Award-winning artist, songwriter, producer, and, of course, you know him from Maroon 5. It's always fun when you learn that a celebrity is a fan of your team, so when I heard that P.J. Morton was a fan of the Pelicans, I had to get him on the show. P.J. is a keyboard vocalist with the hit band Maroon 5, Grammy Award-winning songwriter, singer. I'm sure this intro doesn't do us justice. I know you do a lot of stuff, but P.J., welcome, and thank you so much for joining oh, me. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. So the question is, what yeah. don't what don't you do? I mean, you just, you just do so much. I, I mean, I wear a lot of hats. You do? Yeah, right. Producer, singer, songwriter, uh, keyboard player. Uh, yeah, but it, it's all working together for me, and uh, it's been it's been great for me. So you were born in New Orleans. You went born to Saint Aug. Born and raised Purple Night. Yeah, Saint Aug. And uh, yeah, I was here my whole life until I went to college. So obviously, New Orleans is such a big music place. So I'm mm-hmm. sure that's part of what inspired you to to be uh, to be in music. I know your father as well. But so, what was your biggest inspiration on why you got into music? Uh, well, initially it was my family. It was uh, I, I'm a preacher's kid, so I grew up playing in church, and uh, that's really what sparked my interest because I had uh, my whole family has always been musical. My dad's from Canada, mm-hmm. um, but Windsor, right by Detroit. So my uncle played on Motown records and all of that stuff. So the music was just all the way uh, all around. And then being in the city, it's just hard to escape escape right. the culture and and the music that was here. So a uh, combination of those two really just 
sparked it for me. So how old were you when you started to realize that, man, this is what I want to do? When you start hearing that music from yeah. up north or even down here, when did yeah. you know that, okay, but this is what I want to do? About eight years old yeah. is kind of when it, when it, when it, when it uh, started for me. Um, I didn't really start playing until about 14, but eight years old is kind of when it, when it started, once I got that bug. So, yeah. so what do you prefer more, the singing, the producing, the writing songs? The pl- I mean, there's so much that you do. Is there one yeah. that you prefer more than the um, other, or you just enjoy them all? Yeah, I enjoy them in different ways. They're all my, they're all my kids. Yeah. You know, I don't like one more than the other because, you know, writing and producing and making, using the studio as an instrument is just so much fun. And you get to, you know, create sounds that you couldn't, mm-hmm. maybe can't create live, you know. Um, but then live, you can't replace the instant gratifications mm-hmm. of, uh, uh, instant gratification of uh, of the fans you know singing it right back to you right. right there and seeing what your song how your song has affected them so um they all they all do different things for me you know? so you coined the phrase soulful pop so is that how yeah. you would describe your music that you do yeah. or most of it yeah i came up with that some years ago and it was kind of my way of answering but not answering mm-hmm. because uh, you know people need to they need to put your your thing in a category. It just seems like what people need to do. Um, so for me, uh, you know, pop music is just popular music. It's it's what it's a type of music that can relate to multiple types of people. And soulful music isn't genre specific either. It's mm-hmm. like just music that you can feel. Country music can be soulful. Rock music, hip hop music, so R and B music, of course. Uh, so that that's my my non genre genre. <laughs> Yeah. So you've worked with so many people, Lil Wayne, Stevie Wonder, mm-hmm. uh, Manny Fresh, I mean, Juvenile. I mean, the list goes on and on. Is there a particular one song or something particular that you're proud of the most or anything that sticks out to you or any person that you stuck out with that's kind of through uh, the years that you've worked well, with? Stevie, yeah. of course, is my is my biggest. I mean, I still, I've listened to that song, I don't know, thousands of times now. Right. I've performed it so many times. But when I hear it and when I hear Stevie come on that harmonica and play, I still can't believe that Stevie Wonder is on a record with me, you know. So um, that's by far my most uh, special moment and uh, the thing that sticks out to mo- the most for me. So what are you working on now? I know you have Sticking to My Guns that's out on iTunes. Right. Um, what else are you working on right now? Uh, yeah, so Sticking to My Guns EP is out on iTunes. Of course, New Orleans. Shout out to New Orleans. Um, I did this mixtape as soon mm-hmm. as I moved back to New Orleans called Bouncing Soul, and it features Manny Fresh, Trombone Shorty, uh, Juvenile, Lil Wayne, uh, D1, Fifth World Weeby. Mm-hmm. So I brought New Orleans all together, um, and uh, I think it really represents our city. This mixtape, yeah. it's it mixes my soulful music with with bounce music that I grew up with. So um, got that going, and really just still on the road right now. Right. Maroon Five's on a. Uh, we just played the Smoothie King Center. Nice. Uh, yes, you did. Not long ago, we sold it out. That was a special moment right. for me to come home and do that. Um, so we've, we've just got a little more tour to go, and then I'll be here. I'll be home working on a new album in New Orleans. So You also had the album New Orleans, right? That was your 2013 yeah, one. That was, so. that was my first major label album, New Orleans. Uh, New Orleans uh, that was on Young Money, Cash Money. And, uh, yeah, it was a special album to me. Um, but now I wasn't even living in New Orleans when mm-hmm. I made that. I probably was just missing it so much that I yeah. that I did an album named that. But now I'm home, so I'm excited to create being back in this in this uh, environment. So you mentioned you played in the Smoothie King Center. Yeah. You also go to the Smoothie King Center a lot to watch Pelicans games. Oh yeah. So you, oh, yeah. have you always been a basketball fan? I know you're also a Saints fan as well. But oh, huge so- Saints fan. Uh, basketball. I'm a huge basketball fan. I mean, listen. I think 
all the all basketball players want to be musicians. Musicians right. want to be ball players, right? I just stopped growing at some point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but there was a point, believe it or not, in my life where I said, "Man, am I gonna be? Am I gonna play ball or am I gonna play music?" And uh, you know, what point was got, that? That you <laughs> that was probably about seven, seventh grade, eighth okay. grade, where I was like, because that's when I stopped growing. I stopped growing yeah. in eighth grade. I was the tall guy in seventh grade, yep. and then everybody just kept passing me up. Okay, once I, got I was to... always the short guy, so I feel yeah, you on that. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> so by eighth grade, I was, I was, I was normal height, and then everybody just kept going, kept mm-hmm. going. I was like, okay, because I wanted to play ball in high school. So I guess about ninth grade is when I was like, all right, well, I guess. I guess I'm gonna just focus on this yep. music thing, and uh, but uh, always been a basketball fan. Um, I was a huge Mike, Michael Jordan fan as a kid because New Orleans didn't have a team, right. you know. And I felt like even when the Hornets came, it was a little different for me. It was like, oh, that's still not our team. Right. So when we got the Pelicans, I was like, oh, I'm all in. And I was living in L.A. at the time, and uh, I was like, I'm I'm all in. I'm a Pelicans fan, and and I've been I've been that since day one. So I'm 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 riding with them. Were you a point guard when you were playing ball? I was. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Very point nice. guard or shooting guard. So some of them yeah. are small though. I feel like you yeah. know Mugsy Bogues back in the oh, day. Oh man, listen, Spud Webb. Mugsy is who gave me hope. Yeah. Man. I had <laughs> Spud's card. Like this is what this was my my last hope. But I, you know, music started to take off of me in a, such a natural way, and like it just started moving, and the girls started liking me. So I was like, yeah. all right, this this will work out. <laughs> All right, so he started going to Pelicans games a few years ago when mm-hmm. the team was rebranded. I think that was a big point for everyone here in New Orleans, knowing that this is our team. Hornets went back to Charlotte. Yeah. So being in the Smoothie King Center, being there for games, what is it about the atmosphere and about the Pelicans that draws you to so many games whenever you get a chance? Well, yeah. I mean, I you know, I'm a fan of the of the game and of, of everything that surrounds the game. So I used to always love – my buddy Adam has court-sized seats at the Lakers games, okay. you know. Jack Nicholson. I always loved that environment, right. right? So, but now you have that environment, but you're you're in New Orleans, mm-hmm. so you have that music going. You got the food. You can go get the food, and um, and we we got a solid team. We got a huge star on our team, and um, I just love the energy of being able to have something that's ours and uh, rooting for them, man. It's it's always been about that. Like I said, I've been a childhood Saints mm-hmm. fan, so. I, I don't mind going through the growing pains, right? You know what I mean, because we end up and then the, when the victory, when we get that victory, it's so it's so sweet because you've been riding through through all the pains. You were, you, were you part of that playoff? Were you able to go to a playoff game a couple years ago when they were here when they made uh, it against the Warriors? Uh, the no, 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 that was before I was still okay. living in L.A. So I, yeah, yeah, we gotta get you a playoff appearance. That's oh next. yeah, oh yeah, yeah, I'm ready, man. We're gonna do it. So you mentioned our superstar Anthony Davis. What are your what are your thoughts? Have you had a chance to meet him? Number one and two, just the fact that you know we had. The Pelicans, then Hornets had Chris Paul. Chris mm-hmm. goes to L.A., and you get that superstar in Anthony Davis. How great is it to kind of have that guy that not only could our fans relate to, but, you know, everyone knows uh, Everybody. around yeah, the league, what, around the world. That's what really makes you proud, you know, when, when you hear um, – People nationally mm-hmm. talk about how much of a star he is, how important he is, and I get to know that he's ours. You know that 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 definitely makes me feel special as a fan. Um, so so I. Uh, I forgot the question that you asked. Oh, just about Anthony Davis. Oh, okay, about yeah. AD. Yeah. I haven't met him. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah, I haven't met AD yet. Um, besides, if my seats when I when I my courtside seats are right behind their bench. So besides me just screaming, yeah, yeah AD. No, right. we haven't met yet. Uh, I met some of the guys. Uh, I met a couple of guys flying into New Orleans, uh, but not okay. not Anthony yet. But I'm sure we'll meet soon and uh, link up. 
So, I heard he, uh, I heard Anthony is doing some music now. He's maybe doing he? some rapping and whatnot. So I did not know this. Um, I got to get him in the studio and yeah. do some music with him. We got a studio right yeah. here. I know your studio is a lot better than my studio, but <laughs> yeah. we, we can start here if yeah. we need to. Yeah, maybe we can cut some stuff in here. But I get him to Morton Record Studio and uh, yeah. and we and we get we get some tracks laid down. I like it. I like yeah. it. So could we consider you like the Jack Nicholson of the Pelicans, as far as you know the the guy that's always there and rooting this for is the what team? I want. This yeah. is what I want to be. I've okay. been waiting for this my whole life. So. I am. You can consider me the Jack of the Pelicans. I would. I'm, I'm doing that. I'm we coined, did it. We, 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 we got we it. We coined it today. It's done. Absolutely. <laughs> so, what, what do you think about this year? I know the team struggled last year. Yeah. Um, did not make the playoffs. A lot of injuries, though, kind of sure. preventing this team. You know, there's still a couple injuries to deal with this year, but mm-hmm. I feel like there's a there's there's some optimism. One, it's a fresh start, but I feel like some of the pieces on this team fit with what Alvin Gentry wants to go what are your thoughts on this year's team yeah I think that's what it was last year for sure I mean we started out with 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 a lot of injuries Mm -hmm. a lot of people who was supposed to be the core of what started you know so I think with having some of those people back um I feel good I mean I'm I'm ready to rock I think uh we picked up some some cool people uh recently yeah uh buddies you know so there's some hope there's some hope and uh I feel like we could I feel like we can compete man so Adam's a big Laker fan. Huge. They Laker. they haven't been doing too well either. They have not. No. Do do y'all talk basketball on on the road? Do y'all trash talk a little bit. I know there's no oh, yeah. really rivalry between the Lakers and Pelicans, yeah, but it's still same conference and they still play yeah, each other three or four sure. times a year. No, we talk we talk basketball a lot. In fact, we get to play on these courts. Well, Pelicans practice court is not close to the arena, right. but um, in most of these markets, we go and play on the practice okay. courts. Um, and we play against each other, so we're always talking junk about basketball. He he's had to be kind of quiet these these yeah. last couple of years with the Lakers. There's not been much talk, uh, but yeah, we always find a way to, to talk some trash. So I just can't wait till the Pelicans are really beating up on the Lakers. Yep. I actually got to go to that Kobe's last game against last game in New Orleans. Okay, um, during so Mardi Gras too. So that yeah. was that was yeah, a lot yeah that of fun. was fun to see. Um, but yeah, hopefully we, we get some better rivalries going on and so we can beat up on the Lakers. I'm sure he's pretty sad to see Kobe go. Oh yeah. Very. I mean, Mm -hmm. he's huge. He's when I say, I can't even stress that enough. Like he's a born and raised in LA. He's, he's been going to those games since he was a kid. So do you beat him on the basketball court when you all play? We get down. We get busy. Yeah. We, we trade off. Okay. I mean, Adam's a good basketball player. Um, but so am I, you know. Yeah. So yeah, we we trade off. We uh, trade off. I like it. I don't want to hurt my my lead singer. So no. We, yeah. Sometimes I gotta let him win, man. You know? Okay. <laughs> Keep the ego up there yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I gotta gotta. I want him to perform. You know. I like it. So <laughs> you mentioned the tour mm-hmm. kind of took a little break, but now back on yes, the team. Uh, Adam's new baby, Dusty Rose, new baby girl, Daddy. Welcome to the world. Congratulations to Adam Levine on that. Um, but yeah, we're about to hit it hit it again. So short. Uh, Short maternity leave, paternity leave for him. All right. Yeah. So for fans that want to follow you on Twitter or social media or your website, what's best for them? So then they can find out whenever you're at a Pelicans game, they can come by and say hello. Yes, please come by and say hello. I'm at PJ Morton on all on everything at PJ M-O-R-T-O-N. Um, on Facebook is the PJ Morton. Okay. Um, and website is pjmortononline.com. So perfect. I'm out there. Come and holler at me. Can't wait to see you at the games. I'll make sure to stop by and say hello. Yeah, please do, man. All right, singer, songwriter, producer, keyboardist, vocalist. Too much stuff. Too yeah. much stuff. <laughs> but most importantly, Pelicans fan, PJ Ooh. Morton with us. Don't forget pjmortononline.com. And uh, don't forget sticking to my guns out on iTunes as well. And again, be on the lookout for more of these throughout this month and potentially in April here as we try to bring you 
a ton of content on the Pelicans and the Saints side. Of course, you can log on to Pelicans.com or the mobile app for everything updated. Jim Mike and Offer has some great articles up there as well that he'll distribute each day. And, of course, tune back in on Pelicans Twitter at PelicansNBA and wherever you might take in your Pelicans podcast. All right, we'll talk to you after this weekend. Have a safe and enjoyable weekend. And until next week, I'm Daniel Salerson. Thanks for listening to the Pelicans podcast presented by SeatGeek.